Is this real life? Hey there, citizens of the world. Welcome to the Real Life Podcast, where our mission is to inspire, connect, and empower the world to learn English the fun, natural, and real life way. We believe that English should not be a dry and boring school subject, but an inspiring and enriching lifestyle that you can practice and enjoy whenever and wherever you want. In this podcast, you will have lots of fun, learn plenty of new expressions, and drastically improve your listening comprehension. We'll also teach you the secrets of native pronunciation, connected speech, and help you tune in your listening and speaking to the rhythm and flow of English. So sit back, relax, and let's get on with the show. Aw, bear. Oh, I mean, aw, yeah. What's up, guys? This is Chad from Real Life English, where we believe that listening to podcasts is a fun, effective, natural, convenient, and many other things way to learn English. So download this podcast now and listen to us while you are scrubbing the floor. Yelling at the person next to you on the road. Waiting in line at the bank. Playing checkers. Or... Hanging out at an arcade. Let me introduce you guys to my co-host, the man who, when in Rome, they do what he does, <laughs> Mr. Justin Murray. What's up? How, How are you today? I'm pretty well. Yourself? Not too bad. Not too bad. How are you guys doing? They can't respond. Okay, we'll respond there. I'll hear you. <laughs> and uh, why do the Romans do what you do? Because when in Rome, you must do as the Romans do. Because everyone knows the expression is, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. What would be a typical situation, for example, here in Brazil? A custom that's different that you would have to use this expression. Maybe when you're with a group of people, you're, you're drinking a beer. Okay. There's a shared beer bottle, then you have to toast, or say cheers, and you, you hit the bottle. You toast the bottle. Oh, okay. Oh, they do do that. When they say cheers, they... they smash their cup on the bottle as well. I was going to say eating chicken hearts. <laughs> I was a little bit grossed out when I first moved here and started eating chicken hearts, but now I do as the Romans do and I eat them all the time. Acai, when in Rome? When in Rome, yeah. Acai is great. It is. It's, I think it's an acquired taste. I didn't like it the first time I did it. Really? Yeah. Okay. But it's pretty amazing. Now I can't live without it. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, let's jump into today's episode. We have a beauty for you guys today. You're looking at me strangely because I said beauty. <laughs> it's a very Australian term to have a beauty, to have a, have a good show for you today, a beauty. As always, let's start off by massaging our egos. And let's hear from one of our podcast listeners on today's Shout Out. You know you make me wanna Got some good, good feedback for us today, Justin. Got some good news from our podcast listener? Yeah, there was one review which I thought was pretty good, pretty funny, and yeah. I'd like to share it. So it's by Daniel Novais from Brazil, titled Funny and Productive. Hi folks, I've listened to many podcasts, but yours has the perfect combination between fun and information. Awesome. <laughs> by the way, I can imagine why you've chosen Belo Horizonte to live in Brazil. That's just too many beautiful girls in, in the same place. Good choice. <laughs> oh yeah. That's oh, he even said, oh yeah. Yep. Just so you guys know, Belarzanchi does have a reputation of seven women to every man. I've never seen that in my life. I haven't seen it either, but there are beautiful women here. There are definitely very 
Brazil in general has some very beautiful women, but in Belo Horizonte they are different to other states in Brazil. Let's move on to the Real Life English random news story. Am I right? Yep. Oh yeah. Okay, Justin, seems like you've already found a relevant news story. Would you like to share the headline with our listeners today? To introduce this, rednecks are known to have road rage. Road rage? What is road rage? Road rage is when you get angry on the highway. You get angry when you're driving your car. Yeah. Yeah, rage is actually more of a syndrome. We can have road rage. People sometimes nowadays have like technology rage at work. People get very angry. Air rage. People that lose their cool. Yeah, so it's like a really heavy form of anger. But people say this is all the rage, which is something that's cool. It's in style. But in this sense... Rage is something bad. Yeah. Cool. So watch as Road Rage Tailgater gets instant karma. Okay. What does tailgate mean? Okay, the verb to tailgate is to follow someone very closely in your car. Like so close that the, as soon as they break, you'll probably crash into them. Yeah, so if somebody's tailgating you, there's a person behind you really close to you. And that might cause you to break into Road Rage, possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Break into means? To start doing something quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, instant karma? Instant karma. Karma is, I think it's a Buddhist philosophy. I think it's, it's Eastern in origin, maybe, but uh-huh. it's the law of cause and effect. It's like, I think we have con- this concept, too. It's like, you reap what you sow. This is pretty much in, I think, every culture. Oh, great expression. You reap what you sow. What you does get, that mean? You get what you give. You get what you give. I think we did a, an episode on this, didn't we? I think we did. You and Trevor. Yeah, we did. We did an episode about karma. So reap what you sow. Reap is to to collect. Yeah. And sow is to plant. Exactly. So you collect what you plant. Yeah. So just to go back and tell you the title again so you can process it. Watch as Road Rage Tailgater gets instant karma. All right. So... It says watch. So is there a video there? There's a video. This is a viral video. There was a woman. She was. She had her cell phone. There was a guy tailgating her. The name of the video is actually Redneck Road Rage Instant Karma. <laughs> That's the name of the video on YouTube. Yeah, it got over a million views in one day. So I'll read it, what they said. The amateur videographer was just driving to work one morning along US 41, the highway, in Gibsonton, the city, when she was about to make a turn on Gibsonton Drive. You can hear her laughing when the driver of the truck ultimately slams his vehicle into a utility pole, skids across some nearby grass, and drives away. Skids across grass. What does skid mean in this case? Skid means when you you hit the brakes really quickly, you brake your car, and then you there's a screeching sound. Yeah, can I do some sound effects? Yeah. You usually skid before you crash. That sound of like your tires sliding across the uh, the pavement or the asphalt and the, your brakes making that noise to skid. Sorry. Okay, so let's fill in the blanks here. So okay. the guy's tailgating her, okay. he's behind her, and he swings around and pulls up next to her, pulls his car up, and he flips her off. To flip her off? What does to flip her off mean? The middle finger. The middle finger? We also call this the bird. Okay. The F-U, the fuck you symbol. Yeah, your middle finger. Yeah. Okay. So he flips her off and he swings around so he's overtaking her. He's passing her in his car. Yes. So I guess he's speeding. Yeah. 
and he loses control okay. of his truck. And the guy it was a you know a big redneck truck. Okay, like an SUV. <laughs> so then the guy lost control of his of his utility vehicle, his truck. So it fishtailed. It means it sort of went back like back and forth like a fishtail. Mm-hmm. Like a fish moving back and forth, mm-hmm. and then lost control into the median. The median is the is the grassy area between two highways, and it okay. slammed into a pole. To slam, as we talked about before, is to hit something really hard. Yeah, like to slam a door. And then that's when she said, "Instant karma." She yelled it out the window, and this is what was so funny: her laugh. So yeah, check out the video. It's really funny. Her laugh is funny. The redneck dude is funny. <laughs> Yeah, he got, didn't he get arrested? He got arrested, yep. Yeah, I think it was for not wearing his seatbelts and reckless driving. <laughs> what does reckless mean? Reckless means without any attention to safety. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to know when someone gets instant karma like that. It's, it's actually it's... a pretty cool feeling. All right, so uh, let's move on to today's conversation topic. You ready for this? Let's do it. Oh, yeah. What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you Okay, guys, so uh, today's conversation topic is all about something that we all experience, something that we all have, and that is pet peeves. What does pet peeve mean? A pet peeve is something that irritates you. It's generally something very little. It's not something that's a big, serious situation like losing my job is not really a pet peeve. A pet peeve is something smaller something very frustrating, something maybe even a little bit petty. What does petty mean? Well, petty is something that makes you aggravated or makes you angry, but it's maybe something that really sh- you shouldn't really even bother. Sh- something that's insignificant. So, for example, one of my personal pet peeves is when people eat with their mouth open. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Is that, is that a pet peeve of yours? Uh, not really, no. Doesn't bother you? Maybe, do I do it? No, no, I don't know, I haven't really noticed, but... You know when you're having lunch with someone, or sometimes they start talking with their mouth, they still have food in their mouth? That doesn't bother you? Uh, not really. I guess I notice it sometimes, but... Oh, okay. I mean, if they start spitting food out, you know? (laughs) (laughs) What does the spit mean, spit food out? To spit is like when you, you... Come on, <laughs> is that your sound effect for spit? Oh, okay, that's sound effects. Um, yeah, if someone spits their food all over you, it's horrible. But I mean, sometimes the noise of someone eating, like the that noise, is horrible. If you someone's eating near you, it really annoys me for some reason. But I guess this doesn't seem like it's a pet peeve of yours. No, not really. When people fart, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's definitely a pet peeve. For everyone to pass wind, you might say, to fire, pass wind, to rip one, to rip one. Yeah, that is definitely a very impolite thing to do when you're around other people. What about you, man? There must be many things that irritate you. Just think of general life. What's some stuff that in your daily life is a pet peeve of yours? Something that you experience very often? Uh, when people throw garbage on the ground, maybe is that okay. a pet peeve? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think I, I really want to go up and pick the garbage up and, and hand it to them and be like, hey, I think you dropped this. <laughs> Have you ever done that? No, I should. Yeah, I think uh, there's actually a, a name for that, littering. Yeah? You say that right in the States? Littering, yeah. Littering, yeah. To litter is the, the, the verb to throw trash or throw rubbish or garbage on the ground. 
yeah, it's pretty annoying for me, but mm-hmm. it's definitely my pet peeve. Yeah. One thing that you've probably noticed as well, our, our friend Josh, the Brazilian gringo, he does this thing where when his computer is, is loading, he taps his fingers. Have you noticed that? Yeah, you've probably heard me react about that too. <laughs> I have. I've heard you react about that. You want to you take the sound that he makes? <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Josh used to always tap his fingers. Sometimes even in an office situation when people click their pens, does that bother you? That doesn't bother me as much. I guess they do it a lot, I think. Mm-hmm. What's the click your pen mean? Click your pen is like when you make that noise when you're when you're activating the function for using it. <laughs> activating the function, yeah. It's that uh, it has to be a pen that has those buttons. Okay, I don't know if I can describe it, but I can show it to you. Okay. That's it. <laughs> Clicking your pen. I find that really annoying. Depends on the, the state of mind you're in at the time as well, I guess. Hey there, real life radio listener. Sorry to interrupt the show, but we're just really excited to announce the return of the Real Life Radio Connected Speech Lessons. We stopped creating them for a while to focus on the Real Life Global Movement, a worldwide network of in-person language learning events. But we're back now and we've taken the feedback you've given us and made these transcript lessons better than ever. We also added a vocabulary learning resource teaching the 30 most essential advanced vocabulary terms from each episode including idioms, slang, and phrasal verbs, all with audio examples recorded by us. With the diligent use of the Real Life Radio Connected Speech Guide, you will catalyze your English to new levels by learning to understand native speakers without subtitles or transcripts, systematically building more vocabulary than you ever thought was possible, as well as dramatically improving your experience of this podcast. To learn more about it, go to the show notes of this episode or www.reallifeglobal.com forward slash fluency circle that's fluency circle there you will be able to get access to the connected speech lessons and become an official member of the real life fluency circle now let's get back to the show oh yeah yeah what's your worst pet peeve worst pet peeve um well, I think there's many. I mean, it depends on the situation. Let me just think of one that happened recently. Is, okay, probably here in Brazil. I guess this is everywhere. I, I ride a motorcycle. And one thing that really pisses me off is when people don't indicate when they change lanes in traffic. Yeah, that kind of pisses me off too. Just walking on the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what does indicate mean? To indicate, to let you know. Mm-hmm. They don't use their blinker. Yeah. Oh, you say a blinker? Yeah. Oh, that the light that flashes? Yeah. Oh, we call that an indicator. Okay. That reminds me of one of my pet peeves. As a pedestrian walking on the street, sometimes some drivers, they don't really slow down for you to cross. Like on the crosswalk? No, even if you're crosswalk or another spot. Okay. I don't always use a crosswalk. Okay. Well, that's what they're for, right? For you to cross the road. Yeah, but sometimes there's like a red light, for example, and they... They just speed up until the very last moment. They slam on their brakes. Oh, yeah. And they could easily just slow down gradually and let you cross. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be impatient because there's a red light. Yeah, they're going to stop anyway. Yeah. Why do they have to hurry to the stop line? Yeah, it's almost like they speed up just to not let you cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, you mean like when you're not crossing at the red light, you're crossing before the light. Mm-hmm. I gotcha, I gotcha. 
What about, I know you take the bus. I don't really take the bus anymore. I mean, we talked about this in our podcast about transport. But I remember that I had a lot of pet peeves. And that was, for some reason here in Brazil, elderly people sit at the front of the bus where everyone gets in. And, you know, obviously I respect the fact that they're elderly. They don't have to pay for the bus. That's all good. But it's full of them. And everyone has to go through that part. So sometimes they're like standing in your way. Do you think this might have unconsciously affected you when you ran over the old woman? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. But you don't notice that? That's kind of odd to put them at the front. I think they should go at the back. No, I'm always very compassionate towards them. <laughs> okay. I know the bus, I see, you know, they're elderly people, you know, they need our compassion and help. All right, all right. I mean, definitely, I do. I am, I'm definitely compassionate for them. I would always stand up for an elderly person to sit down on the bus. What was your pet peeve again? My pet peeve was just them <laughs> hogging up the front space and it just, it's not, it's not their fault. It's the system. It's not them. Okay, what does hog mean? Hog is to, we talked about this many times before as well, it's when you... Use all the space for yourself instead of sharing it with another person. You hog the space. It's like in football, you can hog the ball when you don't pass it to your teammates. Um, little pet peeve of mine. You can probably notice I'm getting just a little bit angry just talking about it. Although I don't know why. It doesn't I don't take the bus anymore. Yeah, a couple of things that kind of bother me on the bus. You know, one thing is when people listen to their their headphones and it's really loud. Mm-hmm. Well, here, people sometimes don't even use headphones. They just listen to their music with no headphones, really loud, so the whole bus can hear it. That was the other pet peeve I was going to mention. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> Stop clicking your damn pen, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in traffic alone, there is a million pet peeves that I could probably mention right now. But let's move on to a different area. Maybe Shopping? supermarket places like this it's definitely a breeding ground for pet peeves <laughs> what do you say i definitely say yeah i have, maybe i have a pet peeve for cashiers that are slow okay yeah definitely <laughs> um it's something i've definitely improved on over the years but sometimes when you know they're like talking to a, somebody they work with and they're just like they're not going very fast mm-hmm and you're busy, you have an appointment or something. Yeah, they don't... Why do they not know that you're in a hurry? Exactly, it's all about me. Exactly, it's all about you. You need to get out of there as quickly as possible. Exactly. Yeah. Also, uh, just you said the cashier. Uh, I'm not sure if you say this in American English, but in Australia, that area where you go through to, to, to pay for your, all your groceries, we call it a checkout. Okay. Do you call it a checkout? It's a checkout lane. Okay. Yeah. But we call that area the checkout, and we have a term, because generally it's women that work in this job. I mean, I don't want to be sexist, but... Wait, we, you're sexist and you're anti-elderly people? <laughs> I have no prejudice. I'm not prejudiced towards anyone. But we call them sometimes in Australia, checkout chicks. Okay, what does that mean? Well, a chick is another word for a woman. Okay, it's actually a baby chicken too, right? It is. A chick is a little baby chicken. Some women don't like it, but... You say that in the States, right? Look at those chicks. Yeah, I don't think it's... There's no nothing inherently negative about it. Well, it generally is referred to as a, a pretty woman, a, a good-looking woman. When there's a possibility that, that they're attractive, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so when we say check out chicks, it's because we think they're good looking. Check out girls. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, okay, yeah. Pet peeves at the supermarket, waiting in line at the checkout. You know, another pet peeve is our landlord. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is a landlord? A landlord is a person who owns the house you rent. Mm-hmm. Our landlord. Hopefully, she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I doubt she listens to our podcast. You can say whatever you want about her. <laughs> <laughs> she she refuses to fix anything in her house. Yeah, yeah. Our house is literally falling apart. Yeah, it's like the mailbox, for example. It's like rain leaks into it. Yeah, from the very first day we moved in here two yeah. years ago. What do you mean by leaks into the rain? Leaks into the mailbox. The rain enters. It it, it drips. Mm-hmm. Drip is like enter slowly. Mm-hmm. It's always Water. for liquid, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the rain leaks in and it makes our mail wet in the rainy season. Yeah. It's a simple procedure, I think, to fix it or, or an investment mm-hmm. in the house. Yeah. But she doesn't do it. No. Well, she says she's going to do it, but she never does. And it's been over two years now. Uh, a few other pet peeves that I have is, I mean, I don't really go to the cinema that much, but I really hate it when I'm at the cinema and people are talking on their cell phone or just like talking amongst each other. That really, really pisses me off. Does that happen? Yeah, all the time, man. You never, you never experienced that? I haven't gone to the movies in a long time. No? Did you say go to the cinema or go to the movies in Australia? Uh, we say both. Probably go to the movies more so. I think I say cinema because it's, in Portuguese, I always say cinema. Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably just changed the way I've said that. Yeah, I always say go to the movies. And probably, I mean, we kind of mentioned this at the supermarket, but... And we also mentioned this, Nelly, at the start of every podcast. Download this podcast now and listen to us while you are waiting in line. How many situations in life do you have to wait in line? you got the checkout. you got the bank. you got, you know... People that go out to nightclubs, often there's a line at a nightclub, at bars. Where else can you find lines? The bank? I said the bank. Sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> Is that a pet peeve? <laughs> yeah, man, you're, listen, man, that's a really big pet peeve of mine. Uh, on the bus? Getting on the bus? Yeah, you definitely have to wait a lot on the bus, especially during peak hour or rush hour. At the restaurant where you lunch? Yeah, yeah. If you go there again, peak time, there's always a line there to serve yourself at the restaurant. It just seems like our life is just waiting in lines and just waiting to be served or just waiting for something, isn't it? Yeah, so we may as well learn how to deal with it, right? Yeah, exactly. Just before uh, we, we finish up here, though, like, what about your reaction, man? How do you generally react in these situations? We're talking about pet peeves. Do you always get pissed off? Do you always lash out at the cashier? Do you always yell at people for getting in your way, stopping you from enjoying your important life? Most of the time, yeah. You know, it's it's become like a habit that <laughs> I expect people to act exactly how I'd like. Yeah, because you are the center of the universe. Exactly. No, I'm, I'm only kidding. Uh, I think it's something that as you go along, you learn how to deal with this and hopefully you don't let it really get to you. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by get to you? Let it get to you. When you let something get to you, you let something bother you. You let it affect you in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Because really, when you get angry, I think there's a quote by the Buddha that says that getting angry is like holding onto a hot coal or something. Oh, nice. What's a hot coal? It's like when you make a fire, the coal is like that piece of burning like rock. Yeah, really hot rock. 
Yeah, so when you get angry, you hold on to the coal. Uh-huh. Even if you're angry at somebody else, yeah. you get burned. Exactly. It really affects you yeah. emotionally. So there's, no, there's really no point in it. And so if you can be skillful about the way you deal with it and just recognize that you are in control of, of how you react mm-hmm. to the yeah. world. You don't need to let it affect you in a negative way. Yeah. There's a video that I use with a lot of my students. I know you've seen this video before. I often teach this class. I mean, I go through the vocabulary about pet peeves and things like this and you know, your reaction and how to express all the vocabulary we talked about today in the podcast. And generally at the end of class, I share them this video. It's a speech by David Foster, I think. David Foster Wallace, yeah. David Foster Wallace. It was a graduation speech at some prestigious university. And it's called This is Water. And he just talks about exactly what Justin just said about dealing with these situations that everybody has. Everybody has to wait in line at the bank. Everybody gets stuck in traffic and everybody has pet peeves, things that really annoy them. But the video kind of turns it around and talks about dealing with this and showing you that you have a choice. You can either get really pissed off, you can lash out at people, you can be an asshole too. But either way, it's not going to fix the problem. And the solution is maybe just changing your mindset in these situations. Or download the Real Life English podcast. And while you're waiting in line, listen to some podcasts, improve your English. It's another way to cope with that. You've seen the video, right? This is water. Yeah, I love it. I've showed it to at least 15 people, 20 people. Okay. And I've watched it many times myself. Yeah. Would you say it kind of is a good ending to this kind of topic? Definitely. It's kind of the message. If you get all riled up, Oh, what does riled up mean? Riled up means like really emotional and really angry with these situations. When you think about your pet peeves, these are the things that you can work on. Yeah. And that you can learn to just relax and find some cool, recognize that you have a choice in these mm-hmm. moments. And this video can help you do that. Show you a little bit about that. Yeah. Another thing which I really recommend is meditation. Meditation is something that has really helped me. I've noticed that I can watch the negative emotion now like before, it would just grab me, mm-hmm. and I would get really angry, lose my cool. Mm-hmm. But over time, I can see it more and more. What's happening? You become less reactive. Yep. And more aware. What does aware mean? Aware means conscious. Mm-hmm. And this, the name of that video actually, this is water. This is water because it's about two fish. It starts with two fish who live in water and they don't even realize it's water. They don't know what water is. Yeah, because it's everywhere. Uh huh. And this is like consciousness. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like just reminding yourself constantly that I am aware and I have a choice in every moment. Yeah, it's a great video. If you haven't seen it yet, we're going to post it in the show notes and on the transcript if you are a transcript user. So check it out. I think you guys are going to really like that and you can probably apply it to your life. It could really help you with some of your pet peeves like waiting in line at the bank, listening to people on the bus with their... Music. What else did we talk about today? People uh, tapping their fingers on the computer. You know, Josh Plotkin. Yeah, old people, you know, <laughs> old people, elderly people with you know, disabilities and problems. Yeah. You know, sitting where they should be in front of the bus. Fuck those elderly people, man. <laughs> Damn them. Um, yeah, sorry. I actually love elderly people. I have no problems with them at all. But yeah, just when they're in the bus, they get in my way. 
<laughs> I wrote an article about how meditation can improve your English and your life. Oh, that's an awesome article. Yeah, we'll link that in the show notes. It's something that I just try it out and you can see benefits pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just kind of your relationship with the world and other people. Mm-hmm. And it can, I think it can really help language learning in some ways. The article is called How Meditation Can Help Learning English, right? Yeah, help your language learning, basically. Yeah, there you go. Different perspective on language learning, but it's very interesting. And if you take it seriously, I think it can really help. So yeah, awesome article, awesome topic. That just about does it. Let's quickly, because we're running out of time, move on to today's question. I need somebody help, not just anybody. So Justin, I think you said you had a question based on a mistake which many, 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 many people make. I also have the same thing with my students. What's the question? What's the what's the topic here? Well, people confuse story and history all the time. Like every single day, it happens at least three times with the students I teach. Mm-hmm. So I actually made a video about this, really okay. to help my students, to help podcast listeners, to help real life. English community members. Global movement members? Global movement, yes. <laughs> this, is, this is a story, and it's going down in history. Oh, yeah. So, the difference between history and story, history is factual, it's academic, mm-hmm. it's in the history books. Yeah. I mean, you can also have other, if it's not academic, it could be like your work history. Yep. All the places you've worked at before, because it's kind of noted down on some kind of document. Your or like your, your internet history as well. Yeah. If you want to like see the sites you visited that day. Yeah. Oh, always delete your internet history. <laughs> <laughs> you never know who's going to look at that. <laughs> and story, is it like a narrative? Story is like an anecdote. Mm-hmm. So an anecdote is what, just for people that don't know? It's a personal story. Mm-hmm. For example... Can you just give us an anecdote, something that happened to you recently? For example, a simple story is the other day I was catching the bus and I ran into a friend of mine and we sat next to each other on the bus and we caught up. Okay, cool man. Some nice vocabulary there. You ran into a friend? What does that mean? It means you, you meet somebody without planning. Mm-hmm. Unexpected? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. you caught up? Yes, we just... We caught up and we talked about the things we've been doing and kind of updated like our understanding of each other's lives. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, oh, so what have you been up to, man? We're just like catching up. Oh, I've been working, I've been doing this. We're just catching up. Yep. Yeah. Catching up with friends. Cool. So that's just a story. And history. Tell me a little bit about your history, sir. Have you ever been arrested? Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> cool. So that'd be like your history is something that's actually more like Either, like we said, it's academic, it's in some kind of book, some history book, or it's like your personal history, something that kind of goes onto the record. Like if you ever have problems with the law, that's going to be in your history. People are going to see that. Yeah, sometimes they'll say like, hey, you have a history with that person, don't you? Yeah, you have some kind of, something in the past happened with that person. Maybe if it's like a girl, I, I dated a girl and... There was an awkward situation. You'd be like, hey, what's going on there? But, oh, we have history. Or maybe like you have a history of, of road rage with elderly people. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a history. It was one occasion and everything turned out fine. That's a story. <laughs> that was a good story. It was a happy ending. 
All right, so that just about does it for today's podcast. Talked just to sum it up a little bit, put the podcast in a nutshell, you might say. You learn a lot about pet peeves, right? Road rage. Road rage. Justin's story about him running into his friend on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and we also found out that when Justin goes to Rome, people do as Justin does. <laughs> oh, and Chad's history with uh, elderly people running them over. His... Okay, that just about does it for today's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Okay, so we're going to play you out today with a song which is very good for releasing anger. And, you know, whenever your pet peeves are really killing you inside, this is a great song to listen to just to uh, release your anger, get it off your chest. What does to get it off your chest mean? It means to release something by, by speaking about it, right? Yeah. yeah. In this case, you wouldn't really be speaking, it would be like yelling and singing, but same thing, right? And the song is Killing in the Name of by quite a famous band called Rage Against the Machine. Road Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you're experiencing road rage and you're very angry, instead of unleashing your rage onto another person, just put on this song and uh, just get it off your chest that way. And hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Don't forget, if you're not a transcript listener yet, don't forget to sign up for the transcript where you will see everything we are saying written out, plus the connected speech pronunciation tips, grammar, phrasal verb, slangs, expressions, the whole shebang. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll see you guys next week on the Real Life English Podcast. Take care, guys. Some of those that work forces Draw the same that work crosses